Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Do you have a major market that, like, loves you, like their fan base? You were Bucks and you were Suns and four, so the Bucks Suns fan love, base, Suns, Suns, Suns fan base love loves you, me. But you like Philly hates you. Oh, what about I mean, Boston? Boston Jesse, also what do you hates think me. About what does no, no, Boston, Boston hate you for? Boston <laughs> hates me as well. I said that uh, they needed to trade Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart's not a, a true point guard. I don't care if he's the heart and soul of the team. He's a chucker. They still do need to trade Marcus. Smart. They do. I mean, yeah, I just I speak facts to fan bases, and they get mad because they're you know emotional, like any any fan base is. That's the whole. Concept, fanatic. What about the Knicks? Do the Knicks, do, do, does New York like you? Oh, you used I to live so. there. Yeah, New York's okay. They like me okay. Okay. Well, does this person on the Roman guest line like you? I don't actually know. We'll have to ask him. I guess you, we'll got him hats. you got him some hats, so he should be loving you. Joining and then us- I never went back on the show again. If yeah, you that, that, it. yeah, you did get like a I literally got like, yeah, I, I literally got immunized from the show. They, t- they took your hats and then they kicked you off the show. Yeah. I, they used you. Joining us on the Roman guest no line Rogers is a man games. that we need answers from. Ken Barkley of You Better You Bet. Ken, thank you for joining the show. And our first question for you is, do you like Trista Craig? Oh. I really I really walked into an ambush here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy, poor guy just gets off the break. air. He's having some dinner and now, yeah, thrown right yeah. to the Drinking yeah. a nice cider. Settling in. Yeah, settling in. I got a drink in front of me right now. I was like, yeah, let's have a great, let's have a great old NFL conversation. And then it's, you know, which market hates Trista? Now does Ken hate Trista? Ken probably hates Trista. That's probably where we're going. No, we, it, Trista's always welcome on You Better You. But first of all, Nick and I haven't been on the show for like 40% of the shows, Monday to Friday. The last three weeks, we both take a day off during the week. That probably has something to do with it. But uh, Where do you guys go? We 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 go we go off so that we do show Saturday and Sunday. That's oh, we go. I see, I see. <laughs> like we go just somehow not on the radio. They go for to Halo. Hours H- Halo. Yeah. yeah, back back for blood. Shoot some zombies. Highly recommended. Really good. Really cathartic. Good for uh, good to get the stress out, anxiety out. So no, I lo- we we like Trista on the show. I got I'm looking at the hat collection in front of me right now. We went with uh, the Eric Cartman South Park beanie, which is like the traditional Tuesday hat. I like on the show. None of this none of this would be possible without uh, without Trista's recommendation, which which starts started as she was just like trying to be nice because like you know like nick asked her a question she hadn't been on the show before and i think she was just trying to be like yeah like no nah, ken ken looks cool like those hats are great like those are awesome and, and nick, then like, nick you was like honest. you're lying yeah and nick, i was like nick, I was. As, he, as he is wont to do will call people out excessively in some cases but in this case just call people out because you know it felt like you weren't being totally square and you know you were like i i think we could use some work on the hats and we to, to our credit, we listen to the feedback. We listen to the criticism. <laughs> now we got new hats on the show. Let's say this, Lockie. I just want to let you know I love your new beard. Like, it looks phenomenal. Well, I'm peeping it. I appreciate it. that. Thank you very much. So, yeah. And it, was, got, it got, a little, got a little scruffy there for a bit. It was a little, uh, like a little hobo-esque going on there. But now we're, it's in we're right back now. in trim. That's in right Yeah, now. we're back in trim. So, appreciate that. Ken, unfortunately, football season's still going on. Not for me, but for the rest of you. And uh, <laughs> I we'll knew s- you would start like no, that. No, no, no. I'm going to be kind of like depressing-ass No, no, no. He's been moping well, like, around. No, no. It, so I'll be positive. Anyway, Super Bowl, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, well, I guess these two, uh, these two stupid teams <laughs> have to play in the <laughs> NFC. So, um, the 49ers. Three and a half point dogs for some places. Uh, the Rams, obviously, Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McVay. Six, uh, seven and three now against the spread against McVay. Uh, San Francisco coming off that victory over Green Bay. The Rams look pretty good against Tampa Bay, although they did everything in their power to lose that game. Uh, what are you playing in this game, Ken, as far as side and total? Anything that you've uh, laid down yet? 
Yeah, Niners, they're they're pretty good, huh? Yeah, they're pretty good teams. They're all right. good stuff. They're yeah, all right. special teams, pretty exceptional. Ah! Yeah. Sorry, buddy. You know, Kevin, I already hate I already hate Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah. That was tough, man. I'm so I honestly I I am that's like that was that was hideous. <laughs> that was absolutely hideous. So like that was a rough. Ken, they didn't score an offensive play. touchdown. My team had a field goal and a punt blocked yeah. in an NFL game. Like this isn't like eighth grade. Like the Joliet Raiders went out there and like the Lamont Tigers blocked a punt and a kick. Like this is an NFL <laughs> team. Like it's an NFL team, and it's went down all year. Every week I've tweeted about the special teams unit, and I knew when they ultimately lost. I thought it would be next week in the NFC Championship per usual. I just knew it was going to be because of the special teams. I mean, Cameron Cameron had to be sitting there being like, this is a content gold mine when they lose to San Francisco on Saturday. Like, we got a whole week's worth of, like, Ryan in the pit of misery off this. So happy to see you back to your – so yeah. you tweeting earlier. We're kind of away from the do nice things for people era. We're into, like, the sarcasm back to kind of dragging people era. So happy yeah. to see you back in your, your traditional ways. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, for, for this game, so I know we're going to talk about both games. This is the one that I think is way tougher to handicap to me. Um, so obviously these teams played in Week 18. It's pretty crazy that the Niners – it's halftime of week 18. It's the last week of the regular season. It's halftime. The Niners are down 17-3, and if they lose, they're out of the playoffs. And now they can easily make the Super Bowl. I mean, that's about as close, I think, as any team has ever come to being eliminated and then, like, still be alive to win the title when we get to this point in the season. It's pretty wild. Um, and obviously, they were playing the Rams in that game. The game was in L.A. Basically, the market is exactly the same as what we've seen. The total is exactly the same from that meeting. It's about a half point less, 46. Uh, the side is exactly the same three and a half which was the close so i think the question that you have to yourself ask yourself excuse me to handicap the game is has anything fundamentally changed enough from week 18 to now where you would feel really confident saying the side or the total should be different in the market or should it be exactly the same because nothing has changed so i think your attack point there if you were to try to kind of like come up with one basically is what do you believe to be the current condition of jimmy garoppolo that's going to play in this game because like we don't really know. He gets hurt in the second half against Dallas. The numbers go down. He throws the game-changing interception. Now he plays the game in Green Bay, and as you mentioned, Ryan, like, didn't score an offensive touchdown. Like, was it that just that it was freezing cold and it was zero degrees? And, oh, by the way, Aaron Rodgers didn't play very as well in the game either? Yeah. Or is something fundamentally wrong with him since that second half against Dallas? I mean, the splits are pretty striking from that point forward. So it's kind of like which – which is it? And I think if you decide what your answer is to that, that'll lead you to the valuable bet in this game because there aren't any more injuries. Like Debo's probably going to play. Trent Williams has a sprained ankle. He's probably going to play. There's not a whole lot of new stuff here. It's the only thing that's changed, basically, is that the Niners have kept winning, so they get back to this spot. They might have more fans there, I guess, so home field advantage could be a little bit less or it could be negative home field advantage for the Rams depending on how much noise there is. But it really comes down to Garoppolo. If you feel like he's fundamentally different, then you should probably bet the Rams. If you think he's exactly the same and it's overblown and it's overhyped and he was just played a terrible game and it was really cold and he's going to be good, probably going to think about betting the Niners in the game. I don't have a good answer for what I think his health is, but I think that's what's going to guide you to the valuable bet in the game. Uh, Ken, do the, does the fact that these two games are being played by teams that have played uh, so far once this year so far impact the way that you see their outcomes over and above uh, what you just said, like there are a lot of betting tropes about, oh, it's really hard to beat the same team X amount of times in a year. So you're, that's a really good question. I think for me, previous meetings, what they usually do is they mean that the market's like unlikely to be really far off. Right. Because if the, like these teams just played like very recently, it's literally week 18 yeah. and whatever the closing side in total was like when everyone had registered their opinion in the betting market about here's the difference between the teams in our opinion, collectively, like us as a, 
humans. Like, here's the difference between the teams, and here's what we think the total in the game is. If, if nothing has changed and they're going to play again, that should always be deciding the total, right? So it's, it's unlikely to be wrong, I guess is like my point. Whereas in a unique new matchup or a matchup that maybe they played a really long time ago, even like Kansas City-Buffalo, they played very early in the season. So even though the side and the total were maybe similar, you could argue like, well, that was like 13 weeks ago. I mean, a lot could have changed between now and then. With these teams having played literally in the last week of the regular season, I always will take a lot of uh, my handicap from whatever the closing side and the total was, and they're identical. So just to, to compare it really quick to another game, to kind of prove my point, Alabama and Georgia played in the SEC championship. And the spread was Georgia six and a half, and the total was who like forty seven or something like that. And and Alabama blows them out, right? And that leads into the title game. Well, in the title game, instead of running back the same market, they had just played. Why wouldn't you run back the same market? Alabama yeah. won so convincingly. They compl- the, the market was completely different. People were convinced Alabama was way better, and there were going to be more points scored in the game. And I felt like that was a big mistake. And I turned out to be right. And in this one, they're not, they're not making that adjustment. Like no one who bets thinks that this is going to be different. So I don't know if there's necessarily an attack, way, but that kind of answers your question. Like when they play previously, you can kind of use that to be like, all right, is it way different than the previous meeting? If so, why? And if not, then the market should probably be the same. And that's kind of what I'm wondering about this Bengals line. And we saw it last night. It was seven and a half on the BetMGM app. And like, I don't know, from a narrative-based standpoint, it just kind of feels like, Joey Burrow and these Bengals kind of have some momentum at least to cover the number because they're playing so tough, even though they lost some guys on the, uh, I think they lost somebody on the defensive line. Yeah. And there's you, uh, so you're right. And this is a previous meeting that we had. This came was literally the week before it was on January 2nd. Yeah. And there are a couple things that I feel more confident in saying are different in this game than in the first game, even though it was only a week earlier. It's obviously a rematch. Um, Figuring out the number is a little tricky. So when they played in, in Cincinnati, Kansas City closed between a three and a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Now the next insanely key number in the NFL, obviously, you know, after three is seven. Um, so it, it doesn't surprise me that when we flipped home field, and home field in the playoffs is worth so much, that we would, we would get the seven and even through seven in this game. So I think that's, that's a big part of it. I also think part of what I'm seeing, at least, is – like an overreaction to the Bengals winning instead of like the underlying statistics of the game and like how they won. So when you look at the two box scores of the Bengals games, like I watched both games, I'm not saying I didn't, the video doesn't matter, but even just the statistics of the games on a yards per play basis, the Bengals were outgained by both the Raiders and the Titans. They were outgained by the Titans on a per play basis by a significant amount. Both teams were also able to run the ball against the Bengals to a very large degree. So like, okay, Burrow is like an awesome quarterback. There's like no question about that. But everything else about the Bengals coming into this game feels shaky Mm -hmm. or questionable or like worthy of scrutiny, basically. So I look at this number, like my number in the game is basically like nine. And I think anything between seven and a half and nine and a half makes a ton of sense. But I don't think seven makes a lot of sense. I think that's that's a bet worth making. Just my, my kind of general handicap is, okay, Burrow may be awesome. When the ball is snapped, either team has the ball. When the ball is snapped, what is happening at the line of scrimmage in this game? And for Kansas City, they have a significant – Cincinnati is the worst offensive line in the league. When the ball is snapped, Kansas, you think Kansas City is not going to pressure Burrow? Everybody pressures Burrow. Yeah. Tennessee sacked him nine times. And then the other way around, everyone's been able to run the ball against Cincinnati. You don't think KC with their revamped offensive line, McKinnon, four different running backs, they're going to like 
think something up in order to run the ball effectively in this game. So I just think they have so many advantages in now playing at home in a game with a lot of meaning, obviously, versus the regular season. I think this one plays out completely differently, honestly. I like Casey, especially at seven. Seven and a half is probably a pass. And I actually like the under a little bit in the game because I think Kansas City can control it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Our, we're joined by Locky Lockers and a.k.a. Kim Barkley, host or co-host of You Better You Bet, Monday through Friday here on the Bet Kill Network from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, Ken, we have maybe like a minute left, so really quickly. Number one, how much you, – you spoke about home field advantage. How much do you think that factors in, I know, in the playoffs? Because last week we see three home teams go down, and we only had one team that was at home win it. And then also, uh, I guess part two of that question – what is your prediction for this weekend, win, loss, no, nothing ATS-wise, and then your Super Bowl matchup? Sure. So I think for home field, I think part of it depends on the stadium. Where so is like home the, field? The, so, right. like, so, like the, right. so like the Rams probably have a very small home field advantage because if we remember from Rams and Chargers games at their new place, when the opposing fan base shows up, the Rams and Chargers literally been on silent snap counts in home games. This season. I mean, it's like you've never seen anything like that before. So rather than say, oh, it's worth like two points, three points, four points, whatever, it might be worth something really small, honestly, if the Niners are well represented in the game. So in that game, it might be nothing. Did anybody who watched the Bills Chiefs game think the crowd wasn't a huge factor in that game on Sunday? Of course, it was a massive factor. Mm-hmm. So, like, even if you're just, like, rather than say it's exactly one point, it's exactly two points, it's just, it's going to be a lot in the Kansas City game. It's not going to be a lot in the Rams game. Uh, gun to my head, I think, I think Kansas City definitely wins. Second game, not really sure. I kind of agree with the market. I think the Rams are more likely. So probably Casey and the Rams Super Bowl line will be like Kansas City by a field goal, basically. All right, Kim Barkey, thank you so much for joining the show. Good uh, think, stuff, Kim. It's always great. And uh, we got to get Tristan back on your show, Ken. So if you can pull some strings, we'll, 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 we'll make her feel better. Be. I'll talk, basically, I'll talk to Nick. That's what that means. I'll talk to the powers to be. Thanks, All guys. Right. Well, no guarantees then now. All right, thanks, Kim Barkley, joining us on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL.